What's up? Welcome to Comic Book Nation's Invincible Recap Bonus Episode. I am your host, Kofi Outlaw, and joining me today is my co-host, Matthew Aguilar. What's up, everybody? And who's been joining us for this whole Invincible Season 2 run, one of our comicbook.com gaming experts, Mr. Logan Moore, is with us again. Hello, thank you for having me back. And if you guys are just now getting into this because you love Invincible as much as we do, be sure to go listen to all our recap episodes and subscribe to Comic Book Nation. We do a ton of content. We're like a little geek universe in one podcast. So be sure to subscribe and uh, don't miss anything that we're putting out this week, including all our past Invincible recap episodes. But man, we got to talk today. Invincible season two, episode three, this missive. This machination, these titles are crazy, just to just to let you know. Uh, these season two titles are even crazier. But um, yeah, Logan, you have, we all got to see kind of all four of this first batch of Invincible season two episodes. And I've been taking it at a slower pace. I kind of like to keep up a little bit ahead, just a little bit ahead of the audience, but not too far. But um, you guys, of course, just ate this whole chunk whenever you guys got the uh, screeners. And Logan, you had told me that these next two are going to be a ride, and you weren't kidding. And so episode three is, again, they pack so much into these episodes. Can we just say, like, right off the bat, it is crazy how much this show packs in. It always takes me just two rewatches just to get ready for these, and then, like, also to, like, do the writing and the recaps and all that. I got to watch it a third time. So thank God I have these screeners. Shout out to uh, Amazon Prime Video because uh, without you guys, I don't know if I'd be able to accurately or just you know respectfully cover this show because there is so much going on. And this now this episode is no different, right? Uh, just to let you guys know the rundown, we had uh, major life developments, an episode within the middle of an episode before we get to a whole other episode. And boy, howdy, what a cliffhanger! So let's just dive right in. Matt, you weren't here with us last week, buddy. You were here under the weather. So uh, what were your thoughts about this episode of Invincible? Well, echoing your sentiments, I feel like few shows uh, take as much advantage of an hour as Invincible does. Like their time management is like on par. <laughs> it's fantastic. Uh, there's so much that happens in these things. I I agreed with you. I, I watched the uh, your rundown of everything, and I pretty much was kind of right in line with you guys. I thought last week's episode was probably the weakest, just because the four episodes as a whole are so good. Uh, and episode three, I feel like really just like picks up right after. I the Debbie stuff is just so well done. There's so much uh, you know turmoil and you know, complexities to, you know, very much like grief in a way, even though Omni-Man's still, you know, alive, there's so yeah, much of a grieving sure, family yeah, and things. Now. So it's very like, you know, it's the, just the way they explore that, uh, you know, his Mark's relationship. Um, it, it's just there's so much there that's exploring, like even just away from all the superpowered stuff, even away from all that, just the character development side of the season is fantastic and episode three i feel like embodies that like there's so much of that in here that when we get to the fun kind of bigger stuff you know it's great but like the grounding part of the series like episode three is a perfect embodiment of what the series does yeah let's let's work backwards because i feel like a lot of people might jump into this after kind of getting to the end and being like whoa and so like let's kind of work backwards because we have our little slideshow rolling in the background if you're watching this on video 
what a cliffhanger, right? We've all been wondering like when Omni-Man, because again, I've never read the Invincible comics. I am just coming to this as a fan of the animated series. And, and apparently there's enough kind of changes that that's pretty much okay. So for people like me, this was kind of a shock because in no way did I think this is where we would get to see Omni-Man again. And in in this capacity, which leaves us with so many questions, right? Like Mark gets talked into going to this bug planet and saying goodbye to Earth and doing this whole thing. And he gets there and, you know, he finds his father is like God and king or whatever he has going on there. And it's not how we, you know, expected to see Omni-Man again. And I love Invincible for that. He looks like chill. He almost sounds like Zen. He's not covered in blood, which is unusual for seeing Omni-Man at this point. Um, and of course, we had the kind of teaser at the, with the kind of fake out with the opening of the season and the alternate universe. But this was, yeah, this was a surprise. And it's good that even in these densely packed episodes, like I said, where so much happens, we still get this crazy kind of almost comic book style cliffhanger ending that I know is going to have the Invincible fandom like just saying what I'm saying. And I think I put it in our rundown here. It's just like, we need episode four right now. Like, give it to us right now. But um, yeah, Logan, I know you you are burdened with knowledge because you are our biggest Invincible fan. So what do, what do you want to say? I mean, I don't ask you so much what you felt about this, but more so, like, is there anything you want to say to well, people? Yeah, I was with anticipation right now. I knew we were going to get to this point soon, obviously. And the thing I was very fascinated with seeing um, was how like what the cliffhanger would be, because there are kind of two optional cliffhangers. I don't want to spoil anything with episode four, but there is something very early in the first five to 10 minutes of episode four that could have also been used as a cliffhanger to close out this episode. And I was very curious to see where they would cut things off um, because there are a couple big revelations here that happen within to close out this first chunk of season two. Uh, I think the way that they did it is perfect. Um, I, I it's cause that's the, I mean, we, we talked about it last week. Like that is the thing that everybody is looking forward to the most. Like where's Omni man? How are they going to tie this back in? Because he's clearly one of the main characters of the show. So Where's he at? What's he doing? What's going on? And they give they show you just enough to where you can kind of piece together what's going on. Like you said, he's like this god king of this planet far away from Earth now. Um, they give you enough to make you really interested. But I have, yeah, people who don't know where this is going are going to have a rough next week, <laughs> I would imagine, before episode four drops. And even once that drops, there's... There's a lot of other stuff that happens here that I'm very, very excited to see people respond to. Yeah, because episode four is our last before the the hiatus, right? Like we get a yeah, we get a break, and I think and we're not back until what 2024, and mm-hmm. then like, oh man, hopefully they so- announce the return date for the show <laughs> like pretty soon after episode four drops. Because right now I yeah. don't think they've even committed to like a specific window within next year. I mean, early next year, but they haven't said like. January, February, like I assume it's something around there, but hopefully we find out soon. Yeah, I'm sure they've been wanting to also like promote it and and do more for it. So like we've seen how quickly the machine is starting already. Like so hopefully yeah they can get back to rolling and we get episode four and kind of 
release date for the second batch because this is starting to heat up and it's starting to get real, real nuts. Let's dig into some finer points of the episode. So, like, again, this is a show where I think we said in episode two, like, it's insane what this show treats as heavy or not and, like, how much they can get through in terms of, like, a superhero where other superhero stories or comics or TV shows would make like a whole episode about this. But, you know, in this episode, just like quickly, Mark starts college and loses his virginity in this episode um, to big, big things that you would think that would be, you know, like I said, significant. But we then get this voiceover that cuts away and we get this mini episode with none other than our boy, Alan the alien, which I know made Matt happy. I know Matt loves this kind of stuff. <laughs> it's great. <laughs> well, it's awesome. It didn't overstay its welcome. I didn't think it did. I didn't think it did. You, know, you can, but you you're iffy on Seth Rogen sometimes, but like I know you love Alan the Alien like a whole lot. Hey, when Seth Rogen is like uh, you're right. I have a mixed I I don't like love every single you thing. Seth does. I know you. However, however, I love Pumba. His Pumba's great. <laughs> and I love I love Alan. Like it's like when he's in the right spot, he's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, so we get this mini um, Alan the Alien episode, which is kind of like a little of a side. But when I went back and watched it a couple of times, there are some pretty important things to kind of put in the back of your mind. I can already feel it like his whole origin and the origin of his species and kind of making it and their whole connection to the Viltrumites seems kind of crazy. And then we get this. This episode introduces to a whole new character who looks like he's going to be significant, but it's so hard to even remember he's in here. And it's freaking Peter Collins, Optimus Prime, no less, um, as Thetis. I believe I, I did uh, kind of look up and research. But Thetis, uh, who kind of is the head of the Galactic Coalition. And, of course, by the end, it, again, just trying to keep all this in mind is so insane and Vince, with this show. But by the end of that Alan mini-episode, we find out that Thetis is also pretty sinister and there's something going on and the Galactic Coalition isn't, you know, this benevolent body that we have been led to believe, perhaps. And it's kind of crazy the amount of stuff that happens. We get a whole origin story for Alan. Like, he gets a whole kind of, like, mission. And then he gets beaten horribly to death. Like, or near death. And then they just finish him off in the... uh in the old, uh, you know, recuperate in the old IC alien ICU. Uh, so, Matt, how'd you feel after all that? Because I know you loved past tense Alan the alien. <laughs> I mean, look, I was clearly bummed, but <laughs> but everything about it was done so well. I it's one of those things like this show and the comic, especially like deaths hit hard, but you're you're also kind of program to like you expect them it's like i don't know what it is like i mean and i feel like invincible set the tone for this in the show pretty early on right i mean of like don't really become tied to a bunch of characters because they're gonna even if they don't die they're gonna be like horribly maimed or <laughs> or put through the ringer and suffer some kind of terrible trauma like you're, you're just kind of conditioned that way so like you know it was it's bittersweet, but it's still I still still thought it was so well done. And while we didn't get like 
Omni-Man, you know, covered in blood and stuff. There was plenty of blood in this episode. Like there was plenty of brutality in this episode. Yeah, and let's get in even deeper because there's again so much in these episodes. Just without any real physical brutality, the Debbie story arc in this. And this whole arc with her in the support group and coming up with uh what's that Green Lantern knockoff, like Green Shade or whatever her name was. Like I only got to meet these guys for like part of an episode before they got torn apart. I know. I just love, I mean, look, if you're, you're going to have a lot of people coming out of this episode and going, Hey, what's with the puppy, Dr. Strange, you know, like it's, <laughs> it's going to seance dog, baby. <laughs> yeah, dog, yeah. We haven't even gotten to all that. You know what I mean? Like you're going to have a lot of people doing that. It's the same way with green later. Like you're going to be like, what, what, who's that? When did Dr. Strange yeah. become a puppy? But, um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like that whole storyline, like that is so you have all this comic book stuff happening with the bugs and stuff. But that's so deeply like real. And I was just like, poor Sandra. Oh, like you give her this animated voice acting job. And it's just like. Pretend you're emotionally battered for like an entire season. How many times do you think you can cry in the booth? Um, but <laughs> yeah, it, it's just that is such and it's so well done. It's like right up there with like any number of dramas like I would see on HBO or something, except it's like in this animated comic book universe. And I never feel like it doesn't work or it doesn't drag or I'm like, oh, God, can we get back to like superheroing? You know what I mean? Like, I feel for Debbie and I'm like, I'm worried for her. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I'm worried where all of this is heading. And, and like you said, I think what's so good about this show is you never know who might go, who they might cut and like where the storyline can cut. Because this is a show where literally we can cut down to another whole person's life in the episode and you never know. So I didn't think Alan, I thought Alan would be around a lot longer and lead a charge of galactic coalition. He just got beat to death and horribly. And so like, yeah, I don't know like what happens to Debbie on a long enough timeline of being like this, unless there's some kind of big turnaround and what it means for her to turn around and what it means for Mark and all of that stuff. But it feels just as crucial. And like, you could feel like the bomb go off when that guy like tells her, don't come back to support group. And she's just like standing out there all alone, like in the thing. And I was like, man, I need a drink or something like after this. Like, yeah, yeah so dark. But um, other weird, crazy things that happen. Um, I It was played for a joke last week, but then this week it gets so deep with dupe, even with duplicate and uh, immortal and explaining like why those two are together. And her kind of telling Rex, like, you don't know what it's like to die over and over again. And I'm like, whoa, like, pretty, pretty crazy, pretty, pretty deep stuff. Um, yeah, I didn't know I'd be shipping Immortal and Duplicate. But now I'm like, yes, maybe they can maybe they can heal each other. Maybe they can help each other. <laughs> Start their own but, support uh, group. We did get something really cute in this, Matt. I know you love this, which was Rudy and Monster Girl going on a movie date. They're adorable. They're, they're, I ship them. <laughs> they're, they're adorable. Uh, but like, I think that's the, that's the magic of this episode too. There, there's a lot of, like you mentioned, there's a lot of heavy stuff, but like, then like, you know, like Mark comes in and, and there's like this kind of, it's nice to see hope on his face again. You know what I mean? Like there's like, you can see him like trying to process things and um, like, well, he got to college and he got late. I mean, like, well, I mean, yes, I know. But even the conversations before <laughs> then, 
<laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Even the conversations before that are like, it's just nice to see like, you know, this show is like very, especially the first few episodes because of where we left off in season one, it's just very heavy in trauma and grief. And so it's, you yeah, know, it's know. nice to see those moments of light come through and like, you know, Rudy and, and like, they're just, they're light. It's just adorable to see them like interact and, and all that. So I just, I, I, I love that stuff. Yeah. I'm, I'm just glad nobody had a seizure. Like monster girl didn't like have a sudden de-aging thing. And again, it got awkward. I was just happy that it was just like a, you need a nice wholesome moment in invincible every now and again, just to keep you laughing. Um, and Alan's love life did not count as that. So thankfully we had this. Although that was funny, the little juxtaposition of like every time there was like a little love scene, the narrator's like, all right, let's get out of here. <laughs> Is that the first time they've done the narrator stuff before? I can't remember that. In I believe so. Episodes. Yeah, I don't think. I, yeah, no, I just rewatched. What am I saying? Yeah, no, they've never done like a narrator like that. That was like the first time they've done something. That was like that. that was a very funny bit between yeah. Mark yeah. and Alan's storylines. I enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, this thing. So. Getting to the end of our kind of, we've done the recap. Let's talk about going forward. And yes, we've seen, you know, we know what happens, but we're going to have to pretend that we don't for all the people who don't know what happens. So clear your minds now. Hmm. Imagine white space. And let's ask this question. Do you think we can trust? Initially, we see kind of Nolan standing there. He's not, you know, attacking Mark. He's not doing this. He seems to have now people under him that he's responsible for. Can we trust this? Do you trust it? Do you trust that this is like in a season? Cause there's so many fake outs in a season where there could be alternates there, you know, variants, there could be all kinds of things going on. Do we trust this? I mean, he kind of had a moment of realization at the end of the first season, you think where he's fighting his son <laughs> and then he flies off into space and now that he's ended up on this random planet that he that no one would ever expect him to be on, um, it raises questions about why he's there. And I don't know. Um, obviously, again, I am cursed with much knowledge about the larger Invincible Head series and so well. where they're going with season two here. <laughs> um, did, did we, we still got oh, there we go. We got him. We got him back. All right. Am right, I cutting out a lot? You you Are stalled you? right there, so I missed the last part. What you said? I think the I'm invincible sorry. makers they got to you. They heard us. They heard you start. <laughs> yeah, I think they. You did. said too much. No, I think, I think they did. But no. yeah, I don't know. Um, it, it face value. It looks like he might be going off to a new planet to to achieve his Viltrum mission of taking over various planets. But then again, he seemed to have some sort of sympathy at the end of season one for Mark. So. Yeah, I mean, I know a little bit of what's happened, but I don't know the larger scope of Invincible. And I I know that, yes, Nolan had this moment where he kind of something did change with him on Earth. But, you know, the thing that's great about Omni-Man's character is you never know when you slip into that sociopathic type viewpoint of a Viltrumite where there's just like, oh, yes, uh, I'm caring for these people, but these other people we should probably eliminate. Like, you don't never know when it goes like that it's going to be kind of interesting to see and how alan died has pretty big implications too right we get like the reverse zod said you know kind of trio of viltramites for beating him get beating him to death 
over like what he knows about Earth. So this is clearly starting to come into focus for the Viltrumite Empire. And, you know, our biggest allies, the Galactic Coalition, may not be the help that we need. So I'm kind of very interested on like where that all goes, because I know one thing. I know Robert Kirkman has read all these old stories, but and he's doing he knows how to veer away from some of these things. So I don't think it's ever going to be as straightforward as we think. Right. So I'm uh, yeah. So I mean that just brings us full circle to say, give us episode four down. We're kind of sitting here twisting on the knife, and I can't wait to see like kind of what's next and to see what we how people come out of next week and what we have to talk about. So yeah, this is going to be real interesting. One thing I want to mention real quick that I don't think we touched on at all: Viltrumites show up in this episode. I don't think that's. It. I mean, we talked about Alan getting beat up and yeah, we referencing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like that's that's going to be start getting way more common moving forward. There are there's a whole empire of Viltrumites out there and we're only now starting to see a few of them trickle in. Um so that's something to keep an eye and keep in mind moving forward because it ends up being a huge huge central part of the entire series. All Ooh, right. That's Final a tease right there. Yeah, buddy. Tease. Final question. This is now, I believe, we... What is this? Episode three? We saw Angstrom just once at the end of episode two. But that was like our kickoff from episode one, and he's not in this episode at all. Do we think that's taking too much of a slow burn? Do you think that needs to speed up? Logan, I know you can answer this. Is it... Let's just frame it for you, Logan. Is this going to be worth the wait, however long it is? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I, I think I mentioned. I think I mentioned this in one of our previous episodes. But the thing I like the most about Angstrom is that he's kind of always lurking out there, and you don't really know when he's going to show up or where he's at or what he's doing. This fact that he can snap between different dimensions and real and realities at all times. He's kind of a constant threat out there. Um, so, yes, what they end up doing with him is great. I don't want to say too much else. The slow burn will be very much worth it. I, I'll say this. There's a reason episode one was solely centered around setting him up like that will come back into play at some point. Obviously, I haven't seen the full season two, but having read the comics, I know I know what they're going to do. And yes, that will end up. It'll end up being great. It's it's his his arc is one of my favorite things in the comics. So I'm very excited to see how they adapt that here. All right. So guys, you heard that. Look at killing it on the teases today. Gotta say. Yeah, yeah. You heard it from the man who knows. <laughs> it's hard because I want to say so much and it's I like I don't know. I don't wanna I don't wanna say things Just at the same time. Though. No, you're perfect. Just well, that's enough. a good way to segue into saying thank you for joining us for our invincible recap. Make sure you guys are here every week because Logan's just sitting here about to burst. He has so much to say. We feel like we have to trickle it out a little bit each week where he gets to kind of cook and, and let off some steam. So I'm so excited to talk about next week's episode. Like ne- that's I'm very excited to talk about that one with you guys. All right. All right. Matt, you have any parting thoughts before we get out of here? No, I, I mean, like if you're not watching this show, you know, you're missing out. This is 
fantastic stuff. And uh, as far as the the extra thing, I'm like, where would they have put him? This episode was so full anyway. <laughs> like, Bro, I watch every one of these episodes to like the bitter end of the last credit. Yeah. Just it's like, like where would they have stuck more you know but they, they would have probably found a way they're probably you know cut a minute somewhere and just like stick that in but no i thought this was great i cannot wait to talk about four i need a date for the second half please no like march april i need like january <laughs> i need like yeah, I, I swear to god i hope it's not like some crazy way yeah like don't push it to like pre-summer okay like i need it soon i mean it'll be yeah get up through like that. the dark days of winter give us <laughs> yeah all right we've done the thing let's get out of here this is comic book nation subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platforms like apple podcast also subscribe to our comic book nation youtube page where we drop all kinds of recap episodes, immediate reactions to things, our regular live episodes every Friday on YouTube, and you can hit us up at Comic Book Nation. We're going to get out of here. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode of Invincible. Let us know what you thought on Twitter, or leave a comment under this YouTube video and tell us what you thought, what theories you have. We'd love to hear from you guys. Matt, Logan, I will see you guys both in a minute to do more Comic Book Nation stuff. And next week for more Invincible, we are Comic Book Nation. Peace.